All right, Mike, do you have any uh, flow how this is going to go? No, I didn't look at anything today. What do you got? I got nothing, man. We're we're rolling off absolute dog shit because my whole plan was to get here after brunch and look stuff up to do. I mean, I watched all the brewers, but that, okay. that's about it. Yeah. This is Banging on the Drum. Welcome to episode 31 of Banging on the Drum. Uh, we don't have Riley here this time. I think this is going to be the first week that we put out an episode in twos. But anyways, this one might be a little short. Uh, I think we're going to cover some brewers, but whatever. We'll we'll wrap this one, bring it all around at the end. So anyways, we have Mike right now. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing well, doing great. Uh, had a real good day. Uh, I'm going to just roll straight into my over anyway. So um, I did my best to wreck my liver on the Kickapoo River today, which uh, I think is a, it's something that I have kind of forgotten that I really enjoy is just doing a canoeing trip down the Kickapoo, spend about four hours going about like a mile and a half out of Ontario on a kick on the, on a canoe and like drinking. So some, some guys from work and then like their families went, or I shouldn't say families, their spouses or whatever went, had a good time though. Got some of the, the, what do you, you don't call them visitors uh, or patients. Got some of the patients out on the kickapoo. Uh, yeah, no, nope. <laughs> No, but I think that uh, canoeing is a really like underrated way to party. I 100% agree. I always loved yeah. canoeing troops. But yeah. who all went? Was it the whole family or was it just Kelly or? No, so just me and the wife. Okay, nice. That's always so, nice when you can. And like, yeah, I think the kids could handle it, right? Um, for like an hour. But handling it for four hours, I don't know if they could. Yeah, no, good call. Yeah, that's a little long. Like, because even me at the end of those trips, like, just way too drunk. Your kids wouldn't be able to handle all that alcohol. Yeah, it's a, it's rough on them. You know, they're they're little. You got to work them up to that stuff. Yeah. yeah, Cam, you can only drink three beers an hour for four hours. And then three beers in one shot an hour. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the rule. So you rolled right into your over. So yeah. under B if there if there is one. I don't know. Un so unders for me, like I just don't feel like anything's bad enough to mention. You know, like unless it's bad, bad. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I always feel like I'm like, I don't have an under. And like there's shit that doesn't go like smooth yeah. you know, for me, but it never feels like important. I think you just got to start writing stuff down. Cause I feel like I'm in the same camp as you. Whenever something's like little inconvenient, I'll like type it into my phone to see as an, as an under, but anyways, 
speaking of that, my under for this week. So there was a storm that was going to be on base, and I had to do the weather the night before. So, like, I knew there was going to be a storm in our area, like, in the afternoon, kind of, like, right when I was supposed to be waking up slash sleeping a little bit. I'm pretty sure I got struck by lightning. I woke up, and I was looking at my phone, and I just could hear lightning, and I was like, I was like damn, that's, like, eerily close. Like, I was like, this lightning is, like, actually starting to scare me. Because, you know, when, like, storms roll through, like, usually they're not that scary. But, like, this lightning was, like, hitting so close. Like, I was like, should I be worried or something? So I, I was actually looking at my phone, trying to look at the weather at the time. Because I was like, what the fuck's going on over me? Because I just woke up. Then all of a sudden, my building gets hit by lightning. And, like, my phone starts, like, sparking and I'm holding it. And I get shocked. And, like, my hand goes numb. So I think I have superpowers right now. Interesting. Yeah. Have you tested your superpower? Did you, did you like, so tonight you're going to like try to jump off a like pretty tall building, see if you can fly? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> <laughs> haven't tested that one out yet, but I'm pretty fucking fast right now. So I oh, think I'm like super speed, but That's no, cool it, one. it was just crazy to me that like my phone started like sparking I was telling like people in at work, they're like, yeah, you gotta be careful. Like, no, no one cared that much. And then it like fell off my radar. Cause this happened like I want to say the day or a day or two after we recorded the last one. And I was like, I gotta remember this. Like, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know if you can say you got struck by lightning, if lightning hit the building that you're in and you got shocked because you were holding your phone that was attached to a cord, but like it was as damn near as i've been beginning struck by lightning since like the last time where i kind of felt like i was struck by lightning like and obviously i've never wait how many times you've been struck by lightning never directly but like there's been two (laughs) times where i've felt the electric of i feel like i've felt the electric of lightning who knows like what's happened but like one time we were like hanging out I had a picnic table in my backyard and it was like me and some guys and like lightning hit so close that it kind of like blinded you. You could feel it. Like it was, you guys were outside during like, yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't even feel like it was like storming that hard or anything. So it was like out in front of a storm or, okay. Or what or whatnot. But then after it happened, like we ran, Ran into the house and yeah, that's the other time that I've been almost struck by lightning. But yeah, getting off the str- struck by lightning for my so, over. Wait, no. Quick question: Is that your over or under? I mean, so you get struck by lightning, that seems bad. But if you get superpowers from getting struck by lightning, that's good, right? Yeah. So it was my under. So that's what I was saying. Along the lines of yours, you just got to write little stuff down to that. I don't know. Maybe it will turn like next next week if these superpowers come to fruition. Like it's going to be my over because like Fair I said, enough. I'm pretty fast right now. But that's that's about all I got going for me in the sheets. That doesn't count like, <laughs> you know, like that's not that's not good. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, my that's wife bad was- fast. My wife was not impressed by uh, by the lightning shocking. By the speed, huh? We'll work on that. So, 
we got to go, what is that? Long and hard and fast, if that makes sense. So we'll go, whatever. Sure. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. But anyways, my over for the week, unless I get superpowers, that will be my over. Or if the superpowers stay. My wife and brother-in-law came to see me this week. So I didn't have to drive back to Tallahassee, which was great. And then we went to our aunt uncle's front. Like we, we just had like a family party, which was nice. I haven't had anything like that basically since my wedding. It, it was a good time. Like just sitting around drinking, grilling out, eating. It was like my first actual summer event of this summer, like hanging out outside can't really have fires in uh, in Florida, which kind of sucks. It's just too hot. Why not? I mean, you could have a fire. And I think maybe people do it on the beach and it's cool. You know how, like, when you're at a fire, you, like, try to get warm and close to the yeah. fire? There's no need for that here. Like, you're, sweat- you're already sweating. So, like, the fire. So, you just hang out outside. So, there's, like, a fire pit and everything. But that's, like, for the winter. We didn't use that at all obviously. And, and yeah, we just hung out outside, smoked some cigarettes, smoked some cigars, drank some beers. That was what was up. Yeah. So I did think my under now that you were talking about some things here. So my under is the, you got struck by lightning too. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, the Wilton pool opened. And so like, we're like across the park from it. Right. So we have a highway. And then the old school's there, and then the pool's right there. So we're, like, on top of the pool. We can be there in three minutes, right, walking. So traffic's just off the Wahoo there? So three. I have a two-year-old or a three-year-old, so it takes me three minutes to walk down, right? The the two older ones are there two minutes ahead of us. So there's no heater in this pool. It's from, like, the 60s or something like that, maybe the 70s. No heater in the pool, and the guards and the guy who runs the pool. I don't know. Like, he's not really a guard there. He like the man head head guard pool manager or whatever refuses to put the solar cover on it. Makes me so angry. I just get like irate because it could be like 15 degrees warmer. So it's 50. I shouldn't say 15, probably 10 degrees warmer. If you just put the solar cover on every night last night, it was like, 53 degrees when we got up in the morning at six, right? So, like, the pool just can't get above like 70 degrees. So, it, it just pisses that me. That cold ass water, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of like refuse to go in. My kids are only in there for about 30 minutes at a jump and drives me crazy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'm trying to think because our, I think our pool at Fort McCoy when we kept it, it was like 84 degrees and like 84 or 85. Yep. Yeah. And when it was 83, like old people noticed that shit. Like it blew my mind. They're like, the pool is cold today. Like, can you fix it? And I never knew how to fix it. The only thing I knew how to do was like, go back and check out how warm it actually was. I guess. I mean, it's a temperature colder, like. Yeah. It's one degree. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I think it does matter. It does. Yeah. We kept it at a pretty decent level. You wouldn't necessarily want that for a pool that's in 
like outdoors. No. 83. But I think you do want like upper 70s. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure like Olympic athletes train in like 76, 70, mid, mid to upper 70s, like 76, 77, 78. Like, because obviously if you're like swimming as much as they are going so fast, like you want something to kind of cool you off. I don't know how much our listeners know, like how freaking different how cold water is compared because it blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And they would tell you if it was 82 instead of 84, like they're like, it's freezing today. And it's like, it's (laughs) two degrees, man. Yeah. But uh, so it drives me crazy. And I grew up with this guy. I lifeguarded with this guy at the pool when we were growing up. Right. So he's maybe four years older than me and he's been there forever. So, and I just tell him like, you got to put the solar cover on. Like it just, it'll make it so people actually enjoy the pool. He's like, Nah, they got to toughen up. And I'm like, that is not, that is not just being tough. Like my kids like can't get warm for like hours after they leave. Well, I mean, that could be kind of an over too. Like you don't have to take your kids to the pool. (laughs) You don't like it. (laughs) So they still like it. They still like to go and they want me to get in like every time. But like, I'm like, I do not. The first day was really bad. Today wasn't so bad, right? So we went at like five or no, must have been like four. We went at like four. So it had been warm kind of all day, but warm since like 11 or so. So the pool was a little bit warmer than it had been the first day. And then it was kind of hot outside. So it was, we made it a little bit longer. Gotcha. You dropped the kids off at the pool. Drop the kids off at the pool. I just sit. I just sit there, <laughs> hang out. Yeah, shake a little bit if it, if one gets stuck. <laughs> yeah, you don't want any get stuck in the hairs, nothing. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just funny to me. Like, I guess like what is so his reasoning for not putting that cover on is just be tougher. Which well, I, so I think he thinks that he grew up and it wasn't on, but I know it was on. Right. So I would watch guards put it on my whole when I when I was a kid every time. And then as a guard there myself, I put it on. I bet you 90 percent of the nights I work, you had to put it on unless it's like 85 degrees. Is it hard to put on? Like, is it like a laziness thing? It's a laziness thing, but it it takes like 10 minutes. And and we would always get paid for an extra half hours worth of work to put it on. So an extra three bucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You only well, nowadays, sense. nowadays it'd be eight, damn near eight bucks. Yeah, an extra McDonald's meal right there. Yeah, half a McDonald's meal. But like, if you live in Wilton, though, you have to spend half that money driving to McDonald's. Yep. So, what what do they have in Wilton? Is it they're like uh, just the Hitchin Post, really? Um, so we have. Dollar General, Hitch and Post, um, Margaret's Market. It's not Mar- it's Main Street Market. It used to be Margaret's. I feel like there's one more I'm missing. Fast trip. What is it? Fast trip. It's like a quick trip. How much does beer cost at the Hitch and Post these days? I I don't know. I don't go to the Hitch and Post really. 
I haven't know. been to the Hitchin Post to drink beer in a long time. So the last place I was at was the Hidden Inn. I went there for a Bucks game, which is in Kendall. And then yeah, I've been into the Hidden Inn that okay. near where my dad lives. Yeah. Uh, so I went in there, and then I think I bought maybe like one or two one drink, and I had and I walked. So because it was during the, I think it might have been the Bucks. Bucks game, and then if something big happened, he'd give out free drinks. He gives out more free drinks than anybody I've ever seen. Packer games too. Something big happens, he gives out free drinks. So I bought one, and then like I had like five chips in front of me. That's what's up. We need to shout out that place. That needs to be our sponsor. That that guy sounds like he's awesome. Whoever owns that place, the Hidden Inn, and Uh, yeah, and I I can't think. Omar would know like what his name is because like they play softball against him all the time. So overs and unders brought to you by the Hidden Inn in Kel or in uh, Kendall. 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 Yeah, there you go. Yeah, my dad lives there, and I can't even say it. Shout out! Shout out to the Hidden Inn right there. Go yeah, in yeah. There. go to go to a Packer game at the Hidden Inn every time they score a touchdown. You like anytime something good happens, you walk in with five bucks and you. Walk out shit in your pants drunk. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, one of the, one of the guys that I go there with, like he, he apparently just has like a bucket of them in his truck, right? Because he goes there for games and shit like that. And yeah, I don't know. How he'll, that, he'll buy rounds with them and shit. We used to have a bar in in Sparta that I was like, how does this bar make money? Like, like they. Every other drink that I drink is free there. It turned out how they made money was they didn't make money and it closed down forever. <laughs> and it's and it's not there anymore. Yeah, that's too bad. But the hidden inn, I feel like it's been there for like a minute. It's it's got to it's been there for four years for sure. Okay. And then see, I would have thought longer than that. I, and it could have been right. So it could have been it could have been there for ten years. I have no idea. It's been there since I got back. 100%. Yeah, but it's just intriguing to me, like, how those places stay afloat. But I guess, though, if you go there at, like, time for prices Right, like, it always has, like, it's same old crowd in there at, uh, all day long. So there's, like, four people that keep that, that place afloat. Yeah, kind of, right? My grandpa was one of those dudes that, like, comes lunchtime, he goes in town, has beer. Once he retired, like, and so my grandpa on the other side, He'd go in and have like lunch and Pepsi. No, I, I don't know. Those places are awesome. Small town America bars. And I, I'm talking more like small town, like like unincorporated small town America. Yeah. Which is much closer to Wilton than it is to Sparta. Yes, yeah, yeah. So divide Sparta by 10, and then maybe, maybe you get like yeah, we you like, got like a tenth of the population. Right. Yeah. Always a good time in there. Always like shockingly cheap. Like I remember last time I was back in Wisconsin, I was doing stuff out at Camp Douglas. And I was like, I'll, I'll meet my dad. I don't think it was, I think it was the Hitchin Post. No, it was the other bar in Kendall. It wasn't the Hidden Inn, but whatever, whatever. That uh, so, so there's, they got like four bars in Kendall. Like they're just they're just booze hounds in Kendall. Yeah. Um. So there's like the Pony Express. Uh, I think it's like 
they call it fireball, but it's like, no, that's the bowling alley above it. It might be Zerks. That's where we went. The place with the bowling alley. Above. Okay. Yeah. That's Zerks. I don't know what the bar is actually called, but it, it was Zerks bowling alley for a while. So. Yeah. And I've never been to the bowling. I've been there a couple times, but I've never been to the bowling alley upstairs. And I still don't believe that exists that much, but it's there. It's like four <laughs> lanes. Oh, that's awesome. Next time I'm back, might need to make a trip to the actual bowling alley part of it and just prove to myself that it's real. So I think you have to like call ahead so that they can make sure they have staff that go upstairs. Okay. I, I can deal with that. That doesn't bother me too much. So, so yeah, we'll just call ahead. Tell them, tell them we got a group of 40 coming in. We need, we need every lane overs and unders. I think we, Wound off on a crazy trail there into Kendall, into my my memory of small town bars that I don't know I miss quite a bit. I like need to find something like that around here, and they're definitely so. I was in a small town bar today after we got done, right? And we went in to eat. My wife and I went in and got like burgers. They were good, fries and another side. Um, I was I had. At least one beer. Yep. Yeah. Well, so types of burgers, right? It was only 20 bucks, 1950 to eat. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Never. Because I can't, I can barely go to McDonald's and like get away for like less than 12. Yeah, dude. McDonald's has got jacked up recently. I was, I've been blown away. I'm not one to like usually like fall into the, the normal banter of like, oh, damn, fast food's got expensive. But I went to McDonald's for breakfast the other day and it was like eight bucks. And I was like, damn, I remember when this shit was like 350. Like, yeah. And I feel like their their breakfast is more expensive than like their lunch and dinner meals. But see, I still. never I never felt like that. But but still, to your point though, the the bar, small town bar food, like you and your wife ate for 20 bucks. Yeah. And yeah. I went to a brunch place with my wife today i think we spent 70 so whatever whatever it was before a 20 percent tip yeah i don't know like 60 and then we ended up spending so, 72 or, or something like that like yeah so 66 would put you at nope that's not right yeah no that's about right you're right so yeah it was probably 66 and then we tipped 12 13 bucks and yeah. And put us up there. And that's like two Bloody Marys. She had like three mimosas. So, I mean, it wasn't like, like, we weren't like, oh, look at this. Like we, we expected like what, what we got there, but. Yeah. And if you're, and if you're having drinks, you're not expecting it to be super cheap or nothing. Right. I'm sure at the place you're at though, like we would have been like, what, this is a $30 bill for both of them. Like, yeah. Like we're, we're not used to that anymore. So no, and like if you go outside of like small towns, if you're in the like the city, like drinks are just ridiculous expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm sure I can sit down at just about any bar in a small town and have a two dollar beer. And if, yeah. if it's like two twenty five, I'm like, man, that's a little pricey on the, on the beer side of things. <laughs> yeah, you gouge me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right. There, that's our conclusion to overs and unders. There, 
winding winding off in the back roads, heading up in a small town, drinking uh, two dollar beers. But anyways, for spicy meatballs, do you have anything? I gotta look to see if I have. Okay, so I have I have in mind. I think is more of a dumb thought than a spicy meatball. Okay, so we'll we'll give it jalapenos. Still, you give me jalapenos, I give you jalapenos. Okay, um, don't so, beg I have for extra one. jalapenos. You always beg for extra jalapenos. I think me begging for extra jalapenos is part of what it gives us our charm. <laughs> okay, you um, can beg for extra jalapenos. I'll give you that. Um, I think that there's a good possibility that it'd be awfully cool to just wear 90s wrestling shirts for the rest of my life. Like Attitude Era, WWE, or like um, the Monday Night Wars, WCW stuff. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like if I see a guy in a 90s wrestling t-shirt or like a WCW t-shirt, instantly got respect. Until... I go and talk to that person because that, <laughs> that person is not fun to talk to. The place that I've seen the most of that at is like the, the Toma fairway speed grounds or whatever, wherever the Toma racetrack is, you go out there. Those people are wearing nineties wrestling t-shirts, like not, not ironically at all either. They're still, they're still talking about Stone Cold and uh, the Undertaker's match, like where they buried each other alive or some shit. All classics. I mean, <laughs> what's the problem with this? I might have to go hang out there more often. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's definitely like a cultural experience for sure. Like if someone were to like come to our area from like a different country, I'd be like, yeah, you got to check out the Toma Speedway or whatever it's called. Yeah. So one of the guys on Twitter, he must be from like up in the Eau Claire area. And he said, just check out a dirt track. Like it's a nice little like piece of Americana if you go over there. Right? For sure. It, it is. And that's what Toma's got, right? Is a dirt track? I think so. Cause yeah, it's it's like if you go to the Toma one, the one in Riley's neck of the woods, like you're like, oh, this is like a nice one. Yeah, it's like a it's like a shitty little, yeah, it's it's not nice. I, I can't remember if it's dirt for real. It's it's tiny and it's right. Lacrosse's is not dirt. That is a that's yeah. a they call it a speedway. Yeah, the one in West Salem is actually yeah, it's a good time. Like I like that shit. Like I, I don't know, like it's not really like my crowd or like anything like that. I've always had a great time. Like every time I went to the races, Toma won though. So I had a buddy talk me into like, he was working for some like dish company or like uh TV provider, I guess we'll say. So he had to go there for work to set up a booth to like sell shit. He was like, will you do this with me? And I was like, fuck no, dude. I don't like, it doesn't just sound like a good time for me. And then he was like actual sad about it. Like he's like, I can't get anybody to go. And I was like, whatever, motherfucker, I'll go do this. And then I show up there. I think I pull up to his house because we drive together and he gives me a shirt I have to wear. And I'm like, dude, I don't work for your freaking company. And he's like, just wear it. And I was like, no. And then he was like sad about it. So then I just wore the damn shirt. 
<laughs> and then we're there, there like trying to sell people. It, like we were like the scumbags of the or you know, like the people who are like trying to sell you shit that you don't want. Like that's yep. that's who we were. So I just felt like a fucking scumbag the whole time. And speaking of 90s wrestling t-shirts, like this guy like starts coming up and like talking to us. And nobody wanted to talk to us because we're fucking salesmen now. So if we yeah. if we try to talk to somebody to like push his product, they're just like fuck off. But sure as shit, like one guy that realizes like nobody in real life ever wants to talk to him, which sounds kind of sad now that I say it out loud, realizes that we can't tell him to like kick <laughs> rock, right? Yeah. <laughs> like get away from us. And man, that guy talked about 90s wrestling for about like an hour. But the buddy I was with happened to love 90s wrestling. But this guy like had appointment TV in the Camp Douglas bar to watch like Monday Night Raw or Wednesday night, whatever it was. Like how we would maybe go to a bar to watch a Packers game. This guy fucking did that with like wrestling. And it was just like blowing my mind. And he would not stop talking about wrestling. As much as I respect your t-shirt take, I did watch 90s wrestling, like Attitude Era, and maybe I more know more of the clips than I do. Like, actually, I was, like, sitting there, like, appointment TV to me. Yeah. It's like, my mom didn't like that shit. So, like, if yeah. my mom was around, like, it, it wasn't going on TV. But that guy was super annoying, but super amusing, too, like. Did you see what uh, Daniel Bryan did last week? He went on there and he was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> He's like, John Cena says, you can't see me. But, but yeah, definitely worth checking out that. But so wearing 90s wrestling t-shirts, you got more to add to that? No. So I just think that that'd be kind of a, like a cool idea. It's like, if that's all you had, like NWO shirts or like Degeneration X, Stone Cold. You could probably get seven or eight that you just wear every day. God, that gets zero spicy meatballs just because I think it's like such a good idea. I think you should dress your kids in that shit. Your kids <sighs> should have like a road dog, X-Pac, and like Triple H or who was Degener Degeneration yeah. was was the yeah, best you had it right. Like bat badass Billy, uh gone. Yeah. And X-Pac. Because I'm gonna say tag team out of there yeah and then road dog was on there right jesse yeah, james it was, it was road dog and then uh badass billy yeah or like the tag team that would take the belt every once in a while triple h sean michaels china and x-pop see i forgot about uh sean michaels i i didn't but yeah but his that was like kind of his resurgence i feel like yeah. I feel like it kind of was too, but I could be wrong, right? Because that was kind of away from the game for a while, and then he came back, and he was, and like I'm talking on my ass at that point because I don't remember him for uh, Degeneration X, but yeah, but I just remember the best tag team. Like if '90s wrestling wasn't the best, it was the best like tag team era because you have like Jeff and Matt Hardy, the Dudley Boys. Degeneration X, who they would throw at you, which was usually X-Pac and badass Billy Gunn. 
there was high flyers other than the Hardy Boys, but I know the Hardy Boys were high flyers. Yeah, so I think like there's some good ones from the pet like just before that era too. Like um, the Road Warriors are like big ones, right? And that but was just those, before that area because I that that seems. I think that was early '90s. That seems like mid to early '80s to me. So they might have been going that long. For sure. But I don't think they were there anymore when like my mom had like a, a show she would watch every Monday night. So I couldn't watch it when I was like pretty little. And my mom watched when I was little, my mom watched one television show a week. Right. So like she didn't watch anything. She would read books upstairs one one hour a week. I was like, they were like, go away. This is your mom's time. So and it was always during Raw. Every time. What show was it? Was it like some romantic uh, show she was deadling herself to? I don't know. It was Melrose <laughs> Place. So like a soap opera at 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> My yeah, so mom was just going down in the liver. Get out of here, Mike! Uh, like, I, I could sit and watch it. I never wanted to. But like I had to be quiet. Like I would get in trouble if I was not like don't look respect- over here, Mike. <laughs> respectful of her time. So I'm sorry. I don't know how much of that I'm gonna cut, but I'm sure there's <laughs> there's parts. Yeah, you, yeah, you might, yeah whatever. So, Either sorry, way, Mr. it'll sorry, be funny. Sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Doherty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they listen anymore. Their son says fuck too often. Back to the point. 90s wrestling gets 100% my stamp of approval in the most respectful way. I'm giving you zero spicy meatballs. Yeah, I, I really like the I, idea that I think you should do it. I, I really like the idea of dressing my kids just 90s <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Like, especially D Generation X. I think they should be a D Generation X. Like, I, I want them telling the teachers to fucking suck it. Like, <laughs> I think that would be, I think that would be sweet. I think I've seen a tweet or a meme or or some shit like that that was like, Degeneration acts like the it was responsible for like the most attentions of like all time because you're. Talking. It's got to be up there, right? <laughs> yeah, suck it. And then they're like, oh no, this doesn't influence. Like, and I think that's like why my mom did like me watching that shit. Like South Park in wrestling, my mom was kind of like a hard no on. And then then it wasn't like I could watch it if it was like I had to sneak that shit. Like South Park. And I don't think I even got South Park to the point. Like I love South Park now. I think that's like some of the most like clever, dumb funny shit if, if that makes sense it's like the smartest oh, yeah. dumb shit like i've ever seen put together like i think the guys who create south park are fucking geniuses which i don't think that needs to be said but like but yeah wrestling in that was definitely not like an openly watched thing at my house that was like i needed to get my own tv go upstairs and like whatever but and I don't think I actually got a TV until I was like 14 or 15, which yeah. whatever, first world problems there, like for uh, sure, right? Right. And then Moore gave me a TV, so I didn't 
take up the the living room TV with my games all the time. Like, so they're like, yeah, just hook your games up in your room and don't buy. Yeah, so I didn't. I had a TV like that. It didn't go in my room. It went. It was like in this other, like maybe like what would have been used as a dining room at one point in in our house, but like. We didn't use it for that. We didn't eat in there. We ate in the kitchen. But this was just kind of an open room. And they get put a TV in there and they're like, go play your video games out there. We don't want you in the in the living room bothering everybody else. Hide me in the corner. Exactly. Yeah. Mine was like the basement. Like my first video game console was like in the basement. It was always like anywhere to get rid of me. The more I think of it. Yeah. Like they just didn't want me around. <laughs> it was just like oh man that guy's fucking annoying like let's put this <laughs> let's put the sega in the basement and yeah. i'm like down there playing like the college video game where you just hit the b button i don't even remember how a fucking sega controller is like set up but i was yeah, just sega. it only had three buttons which to me seems very stupid now but i remember if you just jammed on the the spin button like you couldn't be touched. There was like a, a glitch in the game, like where while you were spinning, you couldn't be tackled. So like I figured that out, and I would just like hammer that and score a touchdown every single play. Like, like just be holding that button down. Yeah. So um, the first like glitch I found in a game was if you put a defender back as your punt returner, they're faster than the guys in Madden. Okay. If, and it was like somebody who wouldn't necessarily be considered super fast, like a safety. So Leroy Butler was my favorite player. So I'd always put him as the punt returner. And he was faster than the actual punt returner on the game. And then the other one, I think in uh, Madden 95, this was in Madden 95, is if you were the middle linebacker, you could sack the quarterback every time. So guess what I did? I would play the middle linebacker and I'd blitz him every time. Put, put that like the one. quarterback in the fucking dirt. Were you not? Were you Madden the whole time? No, so we, I had um like the two K game that Terrell Owens was on the front of. Yeah, that one was sick. It was a little video gamey. The big feature of that one was that you could have like the like the self view, right? The helmet view, where oh. you were inside the helmet. Like, yeah, that's probably pretty cool. I could not play. No, it was, it was very, very hard. I remember trying to, like, because I was always, same as you, it was like, Le- I don't know if I would say, like, Leroy Butler was, like, my favorite player. It was probably, like, I le- I was, like, to, like, the underdog. We had Chris Jackie on here. That was one of my boys. Could have probably done that through the kick cam, Ben, uh, Chris Jackie. Oh, yeah, maybe. But he went to, he went to Ben around. Because I want to say that was, like, 2000, so... Yeah, and I think the only reason I got that game instead of Madden that year was because it was like half the price, maybe yeah. like a third. It was like a fifteen or twenty dollar game. Yeah, and that brings us to something relevant too, because I feel like Madden was kind of like a monopoly at the time, and then this place came in and undercut it. And I don't know if we want to flip the subject to that right now, but like the the live tour or LIV. Uh, oh yeah undercutting pga and people getting like pissed about it whatever let's get to that we'll we'll do that putting her in the hole with pat but 
But anyways, I was very impressed with the the people who were Madden the whole time because Madden sucked at the beginning. People like look back on Madden like it was like great the whole time. It wasn't. I I can't remember when Madden was like fully took over. I want to say like 05 or 06. That's when Madden was just better than everything. Yeah. Uh so I had Madden 95, 98, 99. I want to say 01 or 02, and then I think 04. They like win like a Grammy or something for their like video game. Okay. Stuff. And I had that one as well, I think. So, yeah. so I had a lot of them, but because I like Madden was like far from my radar. I think it was maybe because it was like more expensive and my parents were like, this is the same thing. Like, and just gave it to me. And like me being a little kid that like didn't give a shit yeah. about anything, like I was just like, I'm not questioning it's like football like I'm cool but like I remember thinking 2k was better dreamcast was like fucking way ahead of its time like I'm not like a big gamer or anything but that has to be like a real thing like that that system was like sick and that had 2k for it and 2k was like ahead of its time too but like it just like fell off or something but but when I remember when 2K first came up, so you would have like that thing you could, like you said, like they had one feature where you were in the guy's helmet looking around, but they had like a charge up button too. Like, so you would hold like the X button or the A button. I don't have a controller around me. I can't remember what the hell it was. And then, then once you were fully charged, you would like hit it again. You would break any tackle or you could, if you're on defense, you could dive a mile. And that was like the only stupid shit I remember about it. But it was like yeah. way more realistic. And then Madden seen that shit and was like, we need to be better. And I can't even remember what we're doing right now. We're doing spicy meatballs. I don't know why it got bro- video games got brought up. I can't remember it either. <laughs> yeah, now that we derailed our train of thoughts, I did it to us. This must have been something that you were bringing up. Spicy. What was your spicy meatball? I got to look to see what my spicy meatball was now, too. Yeah, nothing to do with this. My spicy meatball was about Klondike bars. All right. Let's get into your spicy meatball here. You can listen back and see why we dove into some mad and stuff. But All right. Klondike bars fucking suck is my spicy meatball. Is I don't, I don't think I've actually ever had a Klondike bar, but everybody knows, like, what would you do for a Klondike bar? And then the dude on the commercial I watched recently shaved his fucking eyebrow. And I'm like, what would what would you do for a Klondike bar? Because, like, it costs Nothing. probably, like, two bucks. So if I want a Klondike bar, like, what I would do for a Klondike bar is, like, probably buy one. <laughs> like, there's, like, if I really wanted one, I would just go to the store and get one. Would you ever buy that from the store? No, I never have. So, no, like, I wouldn't do jack shit for. A so you wouldn't bar. even buy one. You wouldn't even like say, "Oh, I'm going to spend two dollars for a Klondike bar." Yeah, and maybe I would eat one if it was free. I would accept one from someone who's giving it <laughs> yeah, away. Right. That's what I would do for a Klondike. Bar. Yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. I think that a Klondike bar is essentially just an like a like an. Yeah. 
chocolate wrapped ice cream? It's like a dilly bar. Yeah. Okay. See, I, I'm not a big dilly bar guy either. No, it's so like that's just ice cream with a chocolate coating on. Yeah. I'm not big on those either. I I think I'd rather I think I'd rather have like an ice cream sandwich, which is the same premise, right? But it's a cookie instead of just chocolate on there. And I love me some ice cream sandwich. Yeah. So I can't really go wrong if you're going to give me ice cream. And if you're going to like have any kind of like filler in it, like strawberry jam or caramel or chocolate, like I'll take it all. Like got no problems with any ice cream. Haven't had any ice cream. I don't like yet. I don't think. So I guess my spicy meatball is like Klondike bars seem way bigger than they really are. I don't get why I know what a fucking Klondike bar is, let alone I know the commercials for Klondike bars. Like, So I think Klondike bars just have a successful marketing campaign. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So I guess that's right? my spicy meatball is like Klondike bars are only good because they have the, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Yeah, um, I would agree. I'll give you one spicy meatball. One jalapeno, I'm sorry. Oh, fucker. That's, that's got to be bigger. So it's not for me, though. I, so, like, I don't know anybody that eats Klondike bars. That's true. Okay. All right. I got more. I got more. So I'm only getting one on that one. All right. I got, I got a quick one. This one just maybe more good idea than it is, like, spicy meatball. The Packers should move their softball, charity softball game, to American Family Field, better known as Miller Park. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. You get zero spicy meatballs. Yeah. So (laughs) zero meatballs. I just think that like you could easily pretty much fill it up. It it surprises me that that doesn't fill up that much, and that it was sold out. I think it was today they sold it out yesterday or today. Because I think my favorite part of All Star Weekend too is celebrity softball. So if you if you can get really like in there, and All All Star Baseball Weekend, I'll say it, celebrity yeah. softball is great. And if you can like really get in there, like mic some people up, make it good for TV. Yeah, I don't get how that shit's not more popular. Because like we talked about in last episodes, like I loved the fucking. Uh, the match yeah it was so good to me like how how genuine it seemed like brady was and and rogers like you get to see like their real personalities i don't get who doesn't like that you get like a sneak peek of one of your favorite persons like like how they are as a person yeah and it could like change them to you right so brady doing these things Doing the things he did on his uh, Super Bowl parade, that changed so many so many people's perception of him. Oh, I'm a hundred. I'm a hundred percent in that camp too. I love Tom Brady yeah. now, and I fucking I, hated him. I like just thought he was like a douchebag. Now that his personality's been able to shine, I was like, that guy's the best quarterback of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm like, I love Aaron Rodgers, but, man, he does not have as many rings as that guy. Like, Yeah. And to be fair, he appears to be, like, super cool. Yeah. Like, not a conceited fuck at all. Yeah. And that's what I thought he was forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's definitely 
since he went to the Bucks, like took a turn for like the better in the public's opinion. And I respect that person that like is down for their home crowd, like likes to be hated. And that's kind of who I thought he was. Like where I was at the point with Tom Brady, like at the end of his like Patriots career was like, I think he's a douchebag, but like, I respect the living shit out of him because he doesn't give a fuck about what other people think about him. And he's just down to win. Like he's that, he's our Brad Davidson, but like 10 times better. I mean, a million. Yeah. He's a, he's a talented Brad Davidson. He's Michael Jordan. Yeah. That's who Michael Jordan was, is the guy that, oh, you want to play today? I'm going to play my hardest. Whether you're the five foot ten, like chubby kid on the high school basketball team, or you're, I don't know, who who's somebody great that he played against? Isaiah Thomas, right? Yeah. He doesn't care who he's playing. Yeah. No, uh, we could probably think of a better Reggie Miller, whatever. But uh, so Isaiah Thomas in the, in the, Late yeah, Reggie was, Miller. Okay, good. Yeah. I mean, good. Reggie Miller would be in the same boat as that. But the thing, though, I would say where there's blowback is like, I feel like Michael Jordan was loved his whole career. Like, where I think Tom Brady, like, even still to the to this day, like, you have people like, oh, he's a cheater. He cheated to win his, like, Super Bowl. Yeah. And you're just like, dude, are you fucking an idiot? Like, even if he was cheating, Good for him. Like, he fucking won seven Super Bowls. Cheating or no cheating, like, that's – and there's no way he cheated to a point, like, where it was, like, that much of an advantage. We don't, that we know of yet. You know, yeah. it's coming. We're going to find out that he did that. But that's <laughs> – uh, no, I think there's so many people in, in life that want to see other people fail rather than themselves succeed that they – can't accept the people who are like succeeding all the time. And I feel like we were in that crowd. Like, I think we hated Brady and I hated Brady for sure. And Peyton Manning because like Favre was our dude. And we were like, we can't respect these people because we already have our fucking G greatest of all time. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) I was going to, I was going to go a little religious with it, but like, our our fucking savior already came and yours can't be better than ours. So yeah. I would like trash Peyton Manning. And that's one thing I really regret. Like, I wouldn't say really regret, but like, like I wish I would have appreciated Peyton Manning more. I wish I would have appreciated Tom Brady a little bit more like in his thing. Cause I was just like, fuck those guys. Like they're not my guy. Like I, yeah. I think they're not as good. But, and also, though, like, I think as Packer fans is, like, we kind of have a point. Like, we definitely have the most talented quarterback of all time. Yeah. It's hard to. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then we went from the most exciting and talented quarterback to the smartest, talented quarterback. Like, we we had the quarterback with, like, all the bells and whistles with maybe not the head. And then we have a quarterback with all the bells and whistles with the head. I don't know. We're we're pretty fortunate, but yeah, I didn't I didn't give Peyton Manning his flowers when I should have. And now, if I look back at like what Peyton Manning did, I'm like, that was a genius. Changed the fucking game. Like, hundred yeah, percent, he changed the game. 
Yeah. Right? Oh, we're going to run this hurry up offense. Like I'm going to have like five different play calls when I come to the line, line of scrimmage. Like, um, but anyway, uh, Packers should move their, uh, softball game to a bigger place. Right. Just give more people an opportunity to do that. And I think spicy meatball, there should be more like niche, um, sporting events with superstars. Right. I agree with that hundred percent. I think like the match. Like, yeah. I think we were, we were talking about it in our group text, like where it's like, I think the pro bowl should just be NFL players playing other sports, which I know is not like a brand new idea. Cause they would, they, I feel like that's actually almost like an old idea. Like it's something like coming full circle. Like they I did feel- something like that last year, but then they played the game on top of it. I think. Yeah. Cause did they have it, a dot. Didn't they have a dodgeball game and a race? And Yeah, they do dodgeball. But, like, I used to love that shit when I was a kid. Was, like, the 40-yard the dash, the quarterback competition, like, that stuff. I don't know. Like, to me, I think it, I would love to go to Hawaii as an athlete. And I know it's, it's not there anymore. Maybe, like, put it back to Hawaii. Go, like, theme. Like, let's, let's do throwback. Like pick a year in time. Like let's go back 25 years in time every time. Honor the players that were there 25 years ago. And then on top of it, do the shit that they were doing like 25 years ago. It's like I think it was like Daryl Green was always fucking running his ass off. Bring bring Hussein Bolt in to run the 40 with these guys. Like like it, it's not going to cost you that much extra. I bet you both would love to do it and just see where the fastest guys in the NFL line up against the fastest, like track athletes. And let's do pros versus Joe's invite me there. Let me try to run a route against uh, anybody in the NFL and just watch me just get completely fucked up. Like can't even get yeah. off the line. Just put Al Harris out and punch me in the nose yeah. But yeah, there's definitely a better way to do the Pro Bowl. I don't know. I'm off on a rant, but I think I think we got some ideas for them. We so might have I to- think like I think you could pretty easily have a like a three point contest. Yeah, shit like that. Like it or just, even it's- even a free throw contest where like they just get to state like it's like five dudes get to choose it or whatever, and they get to like stand at the line while the other dudes are shooting. Exactly. Just let guys talk shit. See who these guys really are. Let them like, okay, the golf, I feel like is a little niche. Like, because like, if you got guys that really don't know how to golf, like that could be brutal to watch. So maybe like you kind of weed your field for the golf. Like, Hey, let's, let's get the best four cornerbacks. Let's get the best four wide receivers. Let's get the best four quarterbacks. Let's get the best four offensive linemen. And just see what what position is the best at golf. So yeah. I think I think you could do it way different than that. You could just do a choose, like choose your activity, right? Like you can pick four things you want to do, or or you can pick them all if you really want. Like so, like say you're like Tyreek Hill or something like that, and you are looking, and you think you're the best at everything, right? You could pick every competition. You do them all, right? Or if you're Aaron Rodgers and all you want to do is play golf, 
You just say, I'm going to play the golf match. That's all I'm going to do for the pro. I get what you're saying now. Yeah, I like that. Like you kind of get like a check sheet beforehand and you're like, I'll do golf, the three-point competition. It's kind of yeah. like lets the athlete pick their poison. I get a yep. $250,000 bonus. That's that's what we'll do. If you make the Pro Bowl, you get a $250,000 bonus. You have to play in, uh, let's say, three of the 10 events that we we put out there. One event, golf tournament, one event three-point shooting slash free-throw shooting competition, soccer, penalty kick type deal. Maybe even just a game of soccer, like, would be like a shorter game of soccer. I think it's too intense, right? So I think that, like, playing, like, a game where you could – there's realistic chance of getting injured is going to be hard for for us to, like, argue for. Like, soccer players are pussies, Mike. That's that's what you got to understand. These are football players that will be playing soccer. So they're not yeah. going to get hurt. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> uh, but, no, that would be, like, already, like, how the Pro Bowl is, like, a watered-down game. So, yeah, I agree. That's, that's But you could do, like, non-kickers running a – doing a um, – Field goal. Like a, yeah. a field goal competition, right? That would be electric. I – I'd sign off on that one. Um, I, I like the idea of a three-point contest. I like the idea of, like, a real, like, golf tournament and a putt-putt golf tournament. Okay. Yep, yep. Send send some of the guys who can't play golf to the putt-putt competition. To, like, a goofy golf or something, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I think the Pro Bowl, like, just get behind the scenes, get in the weeds with these guys. Like, You could run, like, a bags game? Yeah, Oh yeah, get these guys drunk, get them mic'd up, let them talk yeah. some shit like darts, bowling. I think they've done bowling at some point too. They had a bowling competition where there's a bunch uh, of NFL guys. McGahee was really good, right? McGahee and then Terrell Owens are okay. Magnificent the- bowlers. So was CP3. So Chris Paul is like a very good bowler for some reason too. Like, and yeah. they'll run. So the PBA Pro Bowling Association will pull in like bigger stars than you would imagine. And the PBA is that this might be my spice meatball. The PBA is fucking way better than uh people get it credit for. I don't think it gets any credit, but I enjoy watching bowling on Sundays. Like and I think that might be like bred into like my dad liked watching bowling. So I was like always watching bowling on Sundays when football wasn't on. So, yeah, I think that, I think you could turn it into something fairly cool, right? Where you're like learning more about the greatest players in the sport at the time. Yeah. Yeah. The greatest player of the year. Do something you do and not doing it that great. Like, I think that's, that's that golf thing. Like granted Rogers, Mahomes, Brady, and Allen were fairly good at golf. Like I, just watching them on TV, I was like, they're all better than me at that, but they're more relatable to me yeah. than they are on a football field. Like, cause on a football field. So, but I don't think you can do too much more than like the four guys. Maybe you could run like eight, but so you want to be able to engage with them. Yeah, that, that would be tough. But like, so I do think in the match though, like there was, a lot of you, you would need like a smart TV producer to like figure it out and you wouldn't necessarily be seeing the live shit, but I like 
my idea of it is like, hey, let's have positions play with each other, rep themselves. Because I think in the NFL, you're very proud of like, hey, I'm an offensive lineman or hey, I'm a defensive lineman. Like, I think you could have a group of like you do it as like a scramble and you have like a group of each position. It's like maybe you would break the secondary into one, the linebackers into one, the offensive linemen into one. It's still not that big of, I, you still might not even need like a fucking shotgun start for that tournament, but you could shotgun start it yeah. and you would get a lot more content because in the match, they, they expected like, you know, JJ Watt, Charles Barkley and shit to like chime in enough. If you have like all those position groups going, there's going to be like something fun going on at every hole. And I think you got to have a nine beer minimum. You have to have a beer every two holes. It's a lot of beer. Yeah. No, I was just thinking of today. Like, I was like, I don't know why I was thinking this. This is a weird thought, but I was like, I don't know if I know what Mike's dad looks like. And I've definitely golfed with him before. And I just was wrecked when I was golfing with your dad. And he was my teammate. Like, it was like me and your dad. It was like, I got way too fucked up to golf with, like, the father of of the bride or the groom. Nah. You were fine. But anyway. Uh, My assumption is that he was worse than he's – that, like, he was a guy that just – party like he's got five brothers guys i don't know no i'm guessing I, I get i get the tame side of what my old man is right yeah. i don't know that i've ever seen no and your dad was like cool dude like i i remember thinking that like uh but like i remember like being like oh i'm way too fucked up like i remember i like, went in for like a high five one time i think he hit he was like he kind of carried us i can't remember how your bachelor party like fully played out because it was wild. I think your bachelor party is still the best one I've ever been to is like really in terms of, yeah, dude, we did like, like we went golfing in the fucking morning. Like Nick did a good job. Like yeah, you, you remember when I like, so I was still like too young to buy alcohol. So I was using Mike's ID on his own bachelor party. And I like walk out of the Wilton store. We had to talk the person into selling us beer because it was too early to buy beer. And oh, like, see, we left early in the morning. I remember that it was like 7 a.m. or something, right? Yeah. And someone knew her. They're like, oh no, Shirley, Shirley will sell us beer for sure. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I was like, who the fuck Shirley? We walk in there and I'm like, walk out with two 30 racks of genuine draft, thinking it's Miller High Life. Cause like just that's where I was at that point in life, like where I was like, and everybody wanted Miller Light, and I was like, no, we gotta at least get High Life. And yeah. I was like, you guys are pussies for drinking uh, <laughs> Miller Light. Then I walk off yeah. the MGD, and everybody's just like, this motherfucker. <laughs> like they were pissed at me at first, and then they were just like, then I think everybody like remembered like it was just gonna be a part of the story. At that point, like, cause I remember yeah. feeling kind of bad about it for a second. And I was like, fuck these guys. They'll get hammered. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause you were kind of the outsider in that crew for sure. Yeah. Like I didn't know anybody. And now like, you know, 
I know Omar a little bit, you know, Keel a little bit. Like I ended yeah. up hanging out with those guys a little bit outside of the group, but whatever. That's maybe that's like a little too specific for what we're recording right now. I don't man, you'll see, are, you'll see when you edit, right? Yeah, we're veering, dude. I'm gonna call this episode like the the back roads. We're we're going on every back road. We haven't even touched how shitty the brewers are doing yet. And I still have one today spicy, though, man. I still have spicy meatballs in the hole. Let's get to them. My spicy meatball took us on a we need more niche sport sporting events with guys that don't professionally play those sports. Put I, the brewer, put the Packers in American family. And I'm gonna stamp this one extra spicy because I want to see it happen. So once they see that there's a five jalapeno, I'm going to give it a 4.8 just so we can have a spicier meatball in general. I fully agree with it. So I don't think it's actually spicy, but like, it's just such a fucking good idea. Get it done. Yeah. Let's do some bowling. Let's do some golf. Let's Pat, maybe we need to run it. I agree. I, I think we would do a really good job. Like we're professionals, guys. Like we did this for a living for a long I'd time. I still do this for a living, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. And man, I taught some T ballers how to ball. Like, like, oh man. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Dude, I'll never forget my favorite T baller of all time. And I I was trying to like teach these kids like work ethic. And I just saw something about Michael Jordan. It was way before the, it was after Michael Jordan's career, but it was way, way before. Uh, what's what's the series that just came out? The Last Dance. Yeah, Last Dance. So way before the Last Dance. So it was probably in like 2010. Yeah, 10, Ish. 11. And I was like, I was like, you guys know Michael Jordan had to like work for everything he got. And then they all like looked at me and I was like, you guys know who Michael Jordan is. And like the one kid looked at me, he's like, yeah, I love that singer, dude. And he's like, Billy Jean. <laughs> I, I don't know if I remember that day. No, you weren't there. It was definitely just me. And I was like, what the, but I was very impressed by it. I think Michael Jackson, I think I could narrow down the time frame because I think Michael Jackson had just died. So, yeah. uh, so he was big in the, in the new cycle at the time, but I thought that would that make was, sense. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. That, that, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> but okay. We'll roll into my spicy meatballs here. So we don't need to spend too much. So I got the Klondike bar one out. Uh, Red Bull cliff diving. They're pussies for going feet first. <laughs> so there was a big event. I wanted to bring this up on the last episode because it was like two weeks ago now that I seen it. I forget okay. that I take notes on my phone sometimes. So I'm like going back through my notes and I was like, I need to touch this because like that Red Bull cliff diving is fucking like metal shit. <laughs> like metal. <laughs> but I don't like how they go in feet first every time. So I think that the reason you go in feet first is like there's a real danger of like dying if you don't. Yeah. 
then maybe lower the thing. I don't know. I was like, so I am very impressed that they would jump off that and like do flips and shit. But they're very scared before they go. And that kind of blows my mind is like they do this for a fucking living and they're still that scared before they go every time. So maybe that's like uh, contradicting my point. But then I seen they like going feet first and I'm like, you pussies. Like I could fucking jump off that going feet first. I'm not going to do flips or anything, but like, yeah. I bet you could pay me to like jump in and like pencil dive to the bottom of that shit. How high are we talking? Shit. Let, let me look it up real quick, but keep, keep something going. So we are. Okay. So, so we're talking Red Bull. This is not like the platform where they have like something that they try to fly off of. This is cliff diving, correct? Yeah. But so this one was in Boston. So it wasn't really uh, cliff diving. I mean, it was. It was the circuit of cliff divers. And it was like, I remember watching this shit like back when ESPN2 was good. And they would have like the strongman competitions, the Red Bull cliff diving, darts. Like, I I feel like the world's coming full circle right now. Like, there's another podcast that I listened to that, I don't know, it has beat me to this point. But like ESPN2 used to be great when you would flip on espn2 there was like live events all the time like yeah it was like strongman competition it was darts it was this it was that and these sports are like at a major come up like i watched the the pro dart pd pro whatever pro darts was and it was a fucking good time are those dudes chugging beers like on like between darts I don't think so. They, they're definitely chugging beers. Like there, there's definitely still the sport, like where, where baseball used to be like, Oh, you don't need to be an athlete to play baseball. Like these chubby fuckers play it. Like it's still the fattest sport. Yeah. I, I don't think they're drunk while they're doing it. Okay. All right. We're getting yeah, like on. darts or pool or something would always be on ESPN two for sure. So 85 okay. to 92 feet. So that's like the high dive times eight or nine. So that's 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 substantial, right? But I think I've I've jumped off like a 25-foot bridge. Yeah, it's like way higher than that. I understand that. I understand. That. I'm just that's saying like, like third. But I've done it. And I yeah. don't do shit like that, right? Where there's people that will do anything as long as they've seen somebody else do it. Yeah, I, I think I would need to see someone do it, but right. But anyways, I think they're pussies for going in feet first. So I, th- I think that if you call maybe it, maybe they're dive, just trying to not. If you call ooh, it a dive, no, no, I would not call it a dive, right? So yeah, it's the Red Bull clip diving. It's not a yeah, dive so, if you go in for feet first. All right, so I've heard people call what I call a pencil. A pencil dive. Yeah. And I never think like, oh, that's diving. I think diving is head first. Yeah. And when that or, kid does the pencil dive off the high dive, you're like, that guy's kind of a pussy. Right? Yeah, I don't think I've done anything else off a high dive though. Really? I so we didn't have a high dive. Oh yeah. Right. Cool. And so like I've been to the Toma pool like four or five times. I think when I was at the Toma pool, all they'd let you do is jump off. 
See, I could dive off the high dive. Yeah. But, well, whatever. So. Does Sparta still have a high dive? Fuck if I know, dude. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I brought my nephew there. It was my nephew. Love you, buddy. I don't know if you still listen to this. Um, he's old enough to listen to this now. He's he would cool. always lie to me about some, like, egregious shit that he did off the high dive. And I was like, no, you didn't. And I would take him to the pool, and he wouldn't do it. <laughs> like, he'd be like, I did, like, a triple backflip off the high dive. I'm like, I need to see this. I'm bringing you, I'm bringing your ass to the Sparta pool. And you'd, like, get out there, and you'd, like, get really scared on top of it. And <laughs> crawl back down the ladder. Uh, you wouldn't even go off, let alone do a dribble back. No, I, I lied about that. He would pencil dive off, but I still called him a pussy when he got back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do you think the most impressive thing you've done off a high dive is? Just dive. Like I think I've like overextended on a dive and kind of flipped, and it hurt really bad. So that would probably be like the most amusing thing for like anybody to watch me do. But – I could do like flips off the low dives, but for some reason I just did not like, I didn't like the idea of, so that, uh, sure these guys are brave cliff diving because they're doing like quadruple backflips and shit, but they're going in feet first. But I think at 90 feet, like you almost have to break the barrier of the water with your feet. Otherwise you're in, like if you, so let's say that like your feet get just slightly over your hands, like your back is fucked. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? guy, a, a guy did that. Like when I was watching was like, he, he hurt, you know, like even the announcers were like, yeah, he's that's, that's going to hurt tomorrow. That's not, not just a today injury. Like this guy might not be jumping next week. Like he wasn't like carted off or anything, but like, they were like, yeah, because he landed I think at 90 feet. I wonder, like, what speed you're actually hitting the water at with that. I mean, so, so there's somebody smarter than us that can calculate something like no. that. They probably don't listen to this show, but no, um, we did. We did math last weekend. Yeah, that was that was a mess. <laughs> you got it right, though, though. So that's good. You think I got it right? You, you agree? Yeah, I think you, I think you right? were right. I just remember listening to it. I was like, Jesus Christ, Michael. I don't think like my math is necessarily like bad, like like thinking wrong. It might be wrong, right? You took an extra step. I I listened to that over again because I snipped it and put it out as a clip. Um, or I tried to. I can't remember if that's one that didn't come out as a clip. But but anyways, like you so mine was easier. Like I just did our winning percentage times the amount of games left. And you were doing yeah. like, you were figuring out how far in the season we were. Like you were like, okay, we're 55 games in. So 55 divided by 162 yeah. is like 33%. Like what you didn't need. You were just going above and beyond. Like always. That's what you do, Mike. You go above and beyond. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my MO. All right. right. So Cliff Divers going in feet first. I'm going to give that like, that they're pussies for that. I think that's like. That's a pretty spicy take. That <laughs> I don't think they should go in head first. So um, I do think maybe they need to like the the pencil championships or something of the world instead of yeah. cliff diving. But yeah, 
Ten with is the pencils. name that leaves. <laughs> but I'm going to give it four jalapenos. Oh, nice. Dude, I, I think that's pretty spicy to say. These guys should be risking their lives a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no shit. They should. Uh, Would a guy win it? Would a guy win it if he goes in head first for you? Yeah. He yeah. does his whole thing, goes in head first. Does he win automatically? Yes, for sure. Like, if, if you just do a beautiful dive, I don't need any overcomplicated. Like, just give me no splash. And I'll no be, splash. I'll be cool with you. Like, you win it in my book. And then if you die trying, you don't win. It's like you said last week, like, fuck Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not giving out medals just because you suffer a little bit like you die leave your wife and kids at home lonely for the rest i would give a medal out for a guy who dies during the game i won fuck that guy like man you're you're rough yeah i don't know i, I think we've we've crushed time so should we go to hitting dingers with pat yeah, let's let's talk about the the Brewers here for a minute. And it has been a struggle. I was going to start being better this week because I, I definitely do like watch the majority of every game. Like maybe not the majority, but like at least half of every game. And I was like, I got to start taking notes of this shit because basically on my drive to work, the game's still going on, so I have it on the radio at least. And we still need my fucking invention of putting the scoreboard on. But yeah. I found out I can watch the game on my phone and I've been putting the game on my phone in my little like center console thing. And it's fucking dangerous. Like uh, <laughs> definitely almost killed some people just to try to watch the Brewers. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say that you should probably uh, not kill anyone watching the Brewers. Yeah, no. It that's, not a, that's not a plus move. Yeah, no, we're good. So Brewers get the win today. I guess like the notable thing and what I was going to call this episode before we started going down every fucking back road. This episode is called the back roads. It's it's going to be called that. We've, we've been going down every back road, but it was going to be called when it rains, it pours. And man, almighty, like for the Brewers recently, it's been raining and pouring. Like it's just like, one thing after another, like we finally get to the ninth inning with a lead. Josh haters saved 38 games in a fucking row has a zero ERA and dudes jack two dingers off him. And we lose the fucking game. Like you're yeah. like, that's, that's a win in Brewers territory. We have Rowdy Telez getting on base. I think maybe McCutcheon or I can't remember who was on second. But just gets picked off like a fucking me in high school, like sleeping at first base, like get your secondary lead. Like, and I was like, I don't want to because I'm going to get picked off. And then I finally do it and I get picked off. That was Rowdy Tillette. He just got picked the fuck off, like yeah. off of first base. Guys just kicking around the ball in the outfield. And I think we've touched this. Like we're very optimistic fans as like this podcast is which I almost think is like not a good thing because like, like we might need to bring someone on that's like a little more pessimistic than us. <laughs> Cause we're like, yeah, we'll get it together. Like we'll get this thing going, but man, it's been hard to be optimistic about 
how the Brewers are playing right. Yeah. Well, so what was it like? We won today. No, no, right, but like eight and two, or two and eight. I mean, I'm sorry. It might be one and one and nine. Yeah. No. So we won. I think we lost seven in a row. So I think you're right. I think it's two and eight. So, so we won today, but then we lost the game four. Let, let's count. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, we're two and eight in our last ten. And I want to say the game that we won against the Padres was like, yeah, it was definitely it was a lightning comeback. Like it was like we caught lightning in a bottle that night. And I was like, okay, yeah. maybe maybe we still have this shit. Corbin Burns has just been going out getting fucking hammered. Two starts in a row, like our our guy that is just supposed to, you know, end losing streaks like that has not been ending losing streaks. Lauer, who's been pitching well, has not been pitching well. Like, it's it's just, I don't know. It's just baseball, for people who play baseball, like, this happens. And so what what's happening right now is it's happening to everyone at the same time which is fairly rare for like that to happen in baseball where nobody gets hits, like nobody's pitching well. Usually you have a guy or two that'll pitch okay. You know, three guys that are like can't get wins to save their lives. So right now we just got to get our three guys back to win, you know, and three, you know, just get four guys that start hitting in the same spot in the lineup, right? So the top of the lineup starts hitting or the bottom of the lineup starts hitting. That's where we need to get things going is just three guys that hit consecutively. If they can get a few hot games, then they can get cold for a couple of games, but other people need to get hot. You can't all get cold at the same time. Yeah. And in that, like you said, it has been happening. I guess like the only like optimism I have out of this is like Yelich has been getting on base like a motherfucker. So like I'm hoping because he's got to be the man. Like I, I just don't get what happened to him where he's not he's not the the guy he used to be riley we're gonna hang a homie out right now but like he was like like what like what do you do with this guy at this point do you like trade him but he's been like chipping away like getting getting like little bloops here and there um over the last seven games he's hitting 385 uh, 429 on base percentage. I guess if there's any optimism, if there's any light, like maybe the guy that we need if we want to make a playoff push is gaining his confidence back for for this. But but yeah, other than that, other than McCutcheon and Yelich offensively. So let me over the last seven days, Yelich is hitting 385 has 10 hits, 26 at bats. McCutcheon is hitting 435. He has 10 hits, 23 at bats. After those two, the next best batting average over that seven-game stretch is 217. And that's Rowdy Teles. Yeah, not many dingers are being hit by by the Brewers either. So I think last seven days we have I mean we got eight dingers but very scattered Kane Kane's hit a couple offensively we should offensively things should start to turn a little bit pulling some guys back from the DL and 
Yeah. I mean, so they've been back for a game or two, but getting back, getting adjusted, we should be rolling here in no time. All right. We're keeping the optimistic, the optimistic part of our podcast going. Let me look at the pitchers over the last seven days. Basically, our pitching just caught up with our hitting is we're giving up seven runs a game. The Brewers just don't score, you know, over four runs. a game. And our pitching at, at a point in time was like holding teams to like under three, whatever. Long story short, our hitting didn't pick up and our pitching fell off. And this is why we're in the position we're in now. The Cardinals took the lead on us in the, in the standings, but this all being said, we're like a game and a half back and we're still in a playoff spot. Quit your bitching Twitter, quit your bitching motherfuckers. We're going to be in the playoffs. We're going to make playoff push. Agreed. Mike calculated for us. So we're 34 and 28 right now. How many wins are we projected to have by the end of the season? Mike's looking at his phone. Yeah, I got to do math. He just grabbed the lotion real quick. What are you doing? What's your right arm doing, buddy? We got 34. 34 and 28. So I'm seeing like 88. Yeah. Okay. So it was 89 before yesterday. So I would have assumed that it went up to 90. Whatever. 88 to 90 wins. But so if you roll off three in a row, like that's going to change it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And let me look real quick here. Ooh, I lied. We're actually a spot out of, we're a half game out of the wild card. So yeah, we need to start playing ball boys. Let's go. We need to shake things up. I don't know what Craig council could do. To like to shake things up, like I know. So uh, my freshman year of baseball, all of our good freshmen, I was not a part of this. Got pulled up to JV, so we had varsity, JV, and and uh, freshmen, and we come out and we just fucking smoke a team, and the, our freshman team. And we're like, damn, we're good. We won 16 to four or some shit like that. Uh, We can mash. Then win another game all season. And the last game of the year, we played the same team that we beat. But our coach was like so sick of losing the way we were doing. I was an outfielder. He put me at second base. He put the second baseman in left field. Like, I... I don't think you can do that at the major league level is like change it that much, but you just need like a shakeup. Like I would just put the bottom of the order on the top of the order and just be like, Hey, we're, we're here to have some fun because they don't look like they're having fun right now. They look like they're defeated. They can't figure out what they're doing wrong. I reference our interview with Damian Miller, probably a little bit too much, that he was like, he was like the ups and downs of a season, you know, like you don't really feel it the way the fans do, like in the, like it looks, the 
you don't feel it the way the fans do, like how we're feeling like, oh, shit, like this, this is really bad. But it honestly looks like when they like pan to the dugout and shit, like the Brewers players are like, I don't know what's going on right now. Like, but this isn't good. Like, it, it doesn't look good. Like, that's that's the scary part. But let me let me save myself. I still think we're a playoff team. I still think they're one of the best teams in the National League. Obviously, the Mets can just crush it. Yeah. I, so I I'm not getting too worried about. The, like, I don't like to see them lose. It kind of gets me down, like, to see them lose. I also understand that on occasion, you just go through, like, shitty weeks in baseball. It's the way it goes. Yeah. And we'll see how this win does for us. Because, um, yeah, still 15-2 and two at home, 19-16 and 16 on the road. And as yeah. we've said in the past, like, if we had a Brewers team like this, like, back in – you know, the 90s or, like, early 2000s, like, I'd be creaming my jeans about this shit. Like, I'd be like, you see the Brewers have a winning record? Like, it's almost halfway through the season. Like, yeah. So, so Um, what you got, Wisconsin, Milwaukee. Let's, Let's lift these guys up with positive reinforcement. Like, you don't need to fuck on them. They're people. Yeah, and to be fair, like a 10-game losing streak is one loss in the NFL. Yeah. Equates yeah, to just about the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see how they do after uh, after this win, like I said. You got anything? Did uh, Martin Truex Jr. do anything today? Uh, he finished 26th today. Not very good. I'm expecting him. I'm not necessarily expecting a win next week, but I am expecting a week a win in two weeks, or maybe it's on July 3rd. That it's in Wisconsin. Um, it's the Quick Trip 250. So I'm expecting a win out of Martin Truex Jr. That's my wife's birthday too. So I'm going to make sure we're watching that. We're like we're locked in. Yeah, yeah. Might be a road course too. Should be a little bit more interesting. It's in Plymouth, which says it's right outside of Elroy. That cannot be accurate. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think. I Because I didn't know where Plymouth, Wisconsin was. So I look it up, and it says it's right outside of Elroy. And I was like, yeah, that's not Plymouth. Yeah, no, there is like a little Plymouth in our area, though. So There's no way that's where that race is being held. No, no, I don't think so either. But Plymouth is something, so. Uh, what else you got for Martin Truex? Like, where is he sitting in the standings? What what are we doing? I don't know. Um, you mother must have fall. You made me fall. do your homework. I know he had to have fallen off finishing that bad in this race. Uh, appears to be fifth. Don't know if my site is updated yet. Has four hundred and seventy points. Yeah, what the fuck are you looking at, dude? That's like far from the truth. This is a uh, Yahoo Sports. Yahoo Sports doesn't know. Like, I'm talking about NASCAR Cup Series standings. Pretty sure that's what I'm looking at, too. You're not. Because he's 14th. He has 481 points. Yeah, see, he fell down from last week. This is not updated. Okay. Don't you think? You got a screenshot. Got 11 points today? Uh, Yep. 
It sounds about right. So yeah. Four four hundred seventy. Who won today? I did not see uh Daniel Suarez, <laughs> okay. the number 99 car. Hamlin holds off Bush in wild Coca-Cola 600. Maybe I'm looking at old shit. I don't think so. How could he have let or more points or less points? Right. So maybe mine's like four weeks old. I don't even know. <laughs> um, no, yeah, this is old. This is like May 30th. What? But whatever. Anyway, uh, Daniel Suarez won it today. Okay. And that was driving fast and turning left with Mike right there. Um, for putting her on the hole with Pat, I guess we're not going to talk about. Uh, yeah. Do, do you know where the LIV is covered or whatever the live tour is covered? What do you mean by covered? Like who televised? Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't like, know. I don't think ESPN. So usually I pull my shit from ESPN and I did not get live coverage. But anyways, what we failed to mention the other day is we have a live team. Did you know that Mike? Taylor Gooch is the captain of one of the live teams. So wait, so this is a this is a team event. I, I don't think every every tournament is a team event, but this one is. No, I think there's like a team aspect in it, like as in NASCAR has a team aspect to it. So the live tour, it is team golf but it is team golf as in like we were talking like NASCAR's team NASCAR. But, but anyways, long story short, we got a team. Our boy Taylor Gooch is in the live. Live is sniping off PGA guys. I don't personally think it's like for the worst. Like I think everybody right now is like too scared to be like, this is a good thing or this is a bad thing. Like, it sounds like the money's coming from, like, not the greatest of places. But that being said, Saudi Arabia, like, the U.S. does business with Saudi Arabia. So, like, why can't these golfers do business with Saudi Arabia? Is is kind of, like, where I sit with my point right now. Maybe it'll change. Like, someone will get, like, decapitated for teaching, like, I don't know, underprivileged kids how to read or some shit. And then then my opinion is will change. But like I'm right. just saying, I don't think it's that bad, but my opinion is subject to change if I find out more details. Are they gonna play games in America? Uh let me see for you. Cause I think they're doing it kind of more like, yeah, like you like football, but for some reason, I don't think uh, the USA is in there right now. I could be very wrong about that. I don't know what you would Google to figure out that. Like, Yeah, like where they're playing tournaments at. Yeah. Um, so from what I understand, like it probably won't even erode like your big time tournaments for the PGA either. Right. So the Masters has a lifetime deal with guys in it. So if you win it, you can play until you die. Okay. So they are coming to the US for sure. 
So it's mostly you get an automatic entry. And then like the P if you win the, if you win the U S open, like you get 10 years or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That yep. like you can play all the time. So it's not going to do anything to the tournament right now. Cause the tournament can't even like hold them out of these events the way their stuff is structured. And that's like how I feel like golf has been is more like a mercenary sport anyways, like where like you, you pick your battles, like sure. You got guys like struggling to make the tour. And like, those stories are like pretty crazy. Like your hustlers, like trying to do it. But like, once you're at a point, like, I don't get why you can't pick and choose like what, what events you want to do. And I don't get why this thing sending quite the shock wave, shock wave and ripple as it is. Cause like people like you and I, like we're tuning into the U S open, like, sure. I like to watch golf, but like this doesn't ruin it for me. Like if uh, the live or whatever, like, so do I care for me, do I care if they're playing under like the, this live flag or if they're playing under the PGA. No, I just want to see good golfers play. Yeah. Right. So yeah. if all the good golfers play for live, then I watch live. And if all the good golfers play for the PGA, then I watch PGA. And if some of them play for live and some of them play for the PGA, I don't care as long as they're playing against each other. Yeah. No, I didn't. I think that was like one of the funny critiques I've heard. Like I, I didn't tune in to, any of the live i don't know who won i don't know like anything like that but they said it was like pretty funny like you would have phil mickelson like teeing up and then all of a sudden it's like some golfer that maybe played for texas in college like that obviously is like a pretty good golfer but he's not like a pro but anyways to answer our question for if they're going to play in the united states most definitely they're going to play in the United States in most of their events are, are in the United States. I, okay. I didn't know that before this, but yeah, so they, they just played in England and then July or June 30th through the July 2nd, they're in Portland. Then they're in New Jersey. Then they're in Boston. Then they're in Chicago. Then they're in Bangkok. And then they're in Jeddah, which is Saudi Arabia. And then they're in Miami, Florida. So and I think that's that's the uh, events. But anyways, that's put her in the hole with Pat. When uh, do they play River Run? Yeah, that's uh, next year. They got they're on that. So that's their opening tournament next year. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Good. River, River Run. It is. Put her in the hole with Pat. Uh, we are going to come out with another episode this week. It's going to be a quick one, but we are going to do some. U.S. Open coverage on that one, and I think we're gonna draft teams. And I, I still owe owe the the fans a shotgun sundrop, so I'll have to bring sundrop in for the NBA playoff challenge. Okay, so you lost that. I assume so. I didn't add up the points. I said Riley had to keep track of it. Riley hasn't kept track of it, so. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes, but par for the course with any three of us uh, to not (laughs) to semi know, but not 
fully know. But I assume right. I did the worst because I took the Warriors to get knocked out fairly early. I think I did as well. I think I took the Grizzlies over them. So I can't remember. I feel like they were playing the Nuggets at the time. And I picked the Nuggets over them. Okay. So I even took them out earlier than you took them out. So yeah. Okay. If you wondered how bad we are at watching the NBA, that should answer your question right there. Yeah, I don't even know if the Grizzlies played Golden State, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I feel like they did, but I don't know they for did. sure. They okay. did and took them to seven. But, yeah, so we just did put her in the hole. Our NBA coverage, we'll, we'll pick that up too. 2-2 series. That will do it then. So thank you. All right. So I got some advice for you guys to take, go out, find extra phones, download it on those phones, get us some listens, get us some ratings. You don't, all you got to do is put it all the way to the volume, all the way down and let it play. And then they'll have no idea it's even played. Yeah. And that's actually kind of good too, is like rate review. I don't want to be too annoying about that because any podcast that tells me to rate and review, I'm like, fuck that. I'm never going to rate and review you now. Now that you told me to do it, but we're so small, it's worth it. Um, and smash the five stars. Don't give us anything but five stars. Exactly. I think that's all we got so far. So we're, we're just spending fire for you guys. Yeah. Um, obviously, people love us if all we have is five stars. Exactly. Yeah. We're, we're not quite in that stratosphere where uh, people will start pushing back and telling us we suck yet. Everybody's pretty nice. Like, they uh, they just know we suck. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I respect what you're doing. Like, <laughs> yep, yep. Type, type support. So, thank like we said, thank you for listening. Listen to Mike's advice. It's good advice. All you suckers down the brewers right now, the Bucks next year, the Packers next year. You can eat our shorts because Packers are winning the Super Bowl, Brewers are winning the World Series, Bucks are winning the championship. Let's roll, boys. Let's roll, roll it. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't eat my shorts. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't. Eat my shows. Beat them. All them suckers that doubted the Packers King. Eat my shows. Eat my shows.